This is the Law Podcasting Podcast, where you learn how to use modern media to get your message out and more good clients to your law practice. Here's your host, Gordon Firemark. All right. Hello and welcome back to episode number 27 of the Law Podcasting Podcast. As the announcer said, I am your host, your cruise director for this little journey we're going to go on today, Gordon Firemark. And this is the show where I bring you information about how lawyers can use the power of podcasting to support and develop their businesses, even if they're not specifically talking about the law on their shows. My guest today is Sam Gaylord, a founding partner at Gaylord Pop LLC in the Trenton, New Jersey area, who serves injured workers, helping them with workers' compensation, social security, disability, pension appeals, and related kinds of matters. We're here to talk about podcasting, though, and Sam has two podcasts to talk to us about. One is called The Law Practice Doctor, and the other is called Attorney Talk. Sam, thanks so much for being with us. Oh, Gordon, it's absolutely my pleasure. I'm, I'm thrilled, and uh, thank you for the opportunity to come on your show and uh, talk a little bit about the podcast. Well, I'm looking forward to our chat, so let's just jump right in. Tell me a little bit about the uh, what got you started with podcasting. How did you discover it and and get going? Sure, absolutely. Uh, actually, uh, what I did is I started uh, about uh, December of last year uh, working with a new coach, uh, business coach, a uh, gentleman by the name of Jim Palmer. Mm-hmm. And uh, as part of that experience, I have I'm a constant searcher for either new technology, but more along the lines of how I can incorporate that. And as a small law firm trying to stay ahead of my competition, always sure. trying to find better ways to do that. Um, I got fascinated with sort of the idea of podcasting. Quite frankly, I was listening to uh, John Lee Dumas. Mm-hmm. He's got a fantastic one called uh, Entrepreneur on Fire. Okay. And um, I just started listening to the different episodes and the different entrepreneurs and sort of a domino effect starts to happen. He'd have somebody on his show and I'd start listening to that one and then the next one and you just mm-hmm. sort of grab a whole bunch of information. Sure. And it seemed like a fantastic way to build um, information in a collected area and uh, basically really just putting all the pieces together between trying to establish for my own law firm um, a better uh, steadier stream of referrals uh, with other attorneys, which is actually our Attorney Talk podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, but also to establish um, a podcast where I can – provide great stories and content and information and and basically talk about the 10,000 mistakes I've made in my uh, <laughs> 13 <laughs> years on my own. Um, and so that's sort of where the birth of it all came with the law practice doctor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so talk a little bit about that show. Tell me the format and, and what it is you do. I'm Sure, absolutely. I, I consider myself to be actually one of the lucky attorneys out there who, who really loves what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, every morning I get up and I'm, I'm pumped up from the start of the morning until the end of the day. Um, I, I like what I do. I like the clients I'm representing. I, I like being in the position I am where I could uh, represent good people. And there's a passion and there's a passion about being an attorney. And I, I actually... I'm the guy that enjoys coming in and saying, you know what, I I am an attorney and I love being a lawyer or whatever the case might be. Whereas, you know, other people might say, well, you know, I'm an attorney, you know, (laughs) you know, sort of that guffaw like, oh, God, he's a lawyer. And, you know, I play with the jokes and whatever. But but to me, I have a true passion still 
Um, I believe that I'm in a profession and I believe that as lawyers, we have a, a responsibility and, and you hear more and more how people are just so miserable in their particular jobs. So the idea that I came up with was the law practice doctor in essence to create, uh, by way of podcasting, which is the, the sort of will be the springboard for what eventually is to come and is sort of in planning and, and all of the other stages. But, but a place where people can go, where they can really get step-by-step actionable items, um, you know, listen to a half an hour podcast. And then there's two things that they can go and do that could potentially help their practice. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to focus that on the the solo lawyer out there with a small law firm, you know, one or two uh, men or women sure. together, because, I mean, that's been my experience. You know, I've had I've had partners um, that have come and gone. I have, you know, I have had successes. I've been sued, you know, mm -hmm. and all the trials and tribulations that sort of come with, you know, having to make payroll for 13 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know, and and so I wanted to take all of those experiences and all of those, all of those, all of the, sort of that knowledge and and start putting it into one spot, and so that's sort of where the idea got birthed. And and the idea, or the format of the law practice doctor is, I have four basic areas that I find to be um, important that I think solo or small law firms really need to focus on before they can, you know, talk to somebody about their, their, their website or before they can start talking to somebody about, um, you know, whether or not I'm going to get a, a yellow pages ad or things of that nature. And, and the first has to be mindset. And especially with, you know, partners, you have to have some basic, sometimes difficult, but some basic conversations about how, they, how you view the spending of money, how you view not only inter-office but outer office relationships, how you want the firm to grow. Do you want the firm to grow? And have those core kind of conversations before you even sort of say, hey, you know, let's get together and let's let's have a law firm. Are you sure you're not and, talking about premarital counseling? Right. Well, isn't it the same thing? <laughs> it is. I mean, I mean, not for nothing, having having lost two partners in the, in the course of my 13 years, I could tell you those experiences, I am sure, mirror a divorce. You know, <laughs> both sides had lawyers, both sides went to mediation, you know. <laughs> so, you know, it is pre it is pre-marriage counseling. Absolutely. Um, but mindset's the first area. Yeah. And then the second area that is equally as critical in my opinion is, is financial. And that's actually money management that we to sort of put it under that category. Uh -huh. And the reason for that is because, you know, I know how to read a profit and loss statement. I know what my numbers are. I could tell you what an ROI is. And, and that's all as a result of my own education, because uh -huh. as you, I am sure know, when we're in law school, uh -huh. nobody teaches any of this stuff, you know, <laughs> and lawyers just don't in my opinion, aren't, they're not, you know, what do they do? We hire a bookkeeper, hire an accountant. Mm -hmm. And why do people get in trouble? Because they're not paying attention. Why? Because we've got a bajillion other things that we've got to get done in the course of a day. And if you have somebody that you think you can trust, well, they're taking care of it. I don't have to worry about that. Well, <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about the, you know, first gear way to get into some serious, significant trouble. Yeah. There, there you have it, sports fans. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So money management is the second thing. And so what we do is, uh, so let me finish. I should just go into all three. Okay. Yeah. So then the next area is marketing. So it's mindset, money management, marketing, and that's from everything 
from start to finish. And then the last one is in sort of managerial operations, which is basically coming up with systems so that as solo or small law firms, we can compete with, uh, you know, the 800 pound gorillas that sit in all of our geographic areas. So those are the four areas. And then what we do is we go about finding either attorneys or other practitioners in terms of I've interviewed several accountants, uh, several bookkeepers. And we talk about specifics in terms of if I'm if I'm going to start my practice today, what's the first thing that I need to do? OK, number one, go to bank, you know, set up <laughs> account. And and and, you know, it, it, I say that sort of tongue in cheek. But the reality is, is that that if I mean, listen, when I started my practice, if there was a manual, call it the Bible, call it the book, whatever you want to call it. But if there was a manual that said, OK, on day one, here's the six actionable items that you want to accomplish. And if you do that in day one, you've had a successful day. Um, and so that's what I'm trying to create by way of the interviews in these four specific areas. In essence, I'm looking to create that, what will eventually be that, that book where if somebody wanted to open a practice tomorrow, all they'd have to do is get the book, start on page one and 30 days later be basically operational. So you, 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 you're being candid about there is a book or something coming down the line that this is the bite-sized chunk approach to creating that larger work. Absolutely. That's absolutely right. That's a fantastic approach and, and a great way to use the podcasting medium, uh, you know, both to provide value now, but also to uh, uh, accumulate all that data and information that you can then turn into that. I think that's uh, uh, a smart strategy on your part. So. Yeah. And, and the website, the, which is the law practice doctor, mm-hmm. uh, you know, dot com, if you were to go there, all the right now, all the podcasts are there and we're, you know, and what we're doing then is we're transcribing. I transcribe each of the ones, mm-hmm. uh, each of the interviews. So that way um, people learn differently. Somebody likes to yeah. listen. Somebody likes to read. So there'll be different options that people can acquire the information. Um, I, there, we're, we're starting to cur- go back now because we've we've got, I think, 10 or 12 that are live on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I have four or five more that are already produced that are just waiting, you know, sort of uh, the production on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And um, so each one comes with their own show notes and and so that people can get the information, all of which are tied to my inter, the people we're interviewing, their particular uh, places and their information so that, so that you know, as you know, you're we're doing this. This is a great thing and that it's a, it's a way to build a community. It's a way to provide great information in a centralized spot where, you know, you provide value not only to your listeners and certainly hopefully we're doing that today, yeah. but also um, but but a way that you can then say, hey, listen, here's a way I want to thank you and let me let me promote whatever it is that you've got so that, you know, people can come and find you and, and can see what you're all about. So. so I want to come back to your workflow because it sounds like an interesting one, but let, let's um back up a little bit and talk about how you got the technical end of things going and started and and what you do. I believe. Well, yeah. So jump in, tell me what you can. Sure, sure, sure. So, uh, okay. So the way in which I guess the first thing was, you know, knowing absolutely nothing. Um, I, I found, uh, the online course, uh, which was uh, the free podcasters uh, paradise through John Lee Dumas. Oh, sure. So I okay. just sort of followed the videos. Um, and in the areas that became a little bit more technical, um, I knew that I didn't um, want to spend the, you know, enormous number of hours learning how to 
compress, you know, MP3s right, sure. and all the other things. So I found somebody that does that for a reasonable rate. We use a company called Podfly mm -hmm. and uh, they do a fantastic job. So mechanically, I've gotten to the point where we get a guest scheduled, which is great because I have, uh, there's a online, we use scheduler one. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. So somebody will go on scheduler one. There's times that are blocked out. They'll go in, they'll hit, okay, I want to do our interview on whatever the date is, whatever time it is. That comes to me by way of an email. So now I know I've got that going. And then um, what happens at that point is we send out back and forth information so they get a sense of what they want to talk about and how we're going to structure the interview. Mm -hmm. So everybody's on board as far as that goes. And um, then the next thing that happens is um, the interview itself uh, is done by way of a Skype call. Uh, we had the call recorder through mm -hmm. Skype. So that's how we're usually recording all the calls. Mm -hmm. And uh, once the call is complete, then what we do is all I do is basically create the call from the call recorder into an MP3, which mm -hmm. I do right here on my Apple uh, laptop. Sure. And then uh, all I have to do is just email the MP3 file um, to uh, Podfly and they, they do the rest. They handle the rest for you. They do, and, and it's great because they, they put it not only up on eventually with all of the show notes and everything mm -hmm. like that, but they put it on iTunes and Stitcher, which then if you're on the website are also, you know, where you can go right from the website to either iTunes or Stitcher. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's great because you can then look at whichever episode you want, get whatever information you want. It works out. It works out great. So you're outsourcing, well, you're technologically outsourcing the scheduling and then you're doing the recording and uh, a simple transition from the format that the recorder uses to the format that, that Podfly wants to use. Yep. And then you're outsourcing everything else. Yeah. Okay. And the, the transcriptions and, and they write the show notes and everything happens pretty yeah. seamlessly from there. No, absolutely right. And, and again, it's for me, it's, I, I'm, I love, I, I really do. I love the technology. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a tech, like total geek. I, I love knowing how it all works and plays together. And once I know that, then I'm comfortable and then finding the persons that are going to best do that because all they're doing all yep. day long is the same thing. Okay. But I'm the kind of guy that I want to know exactly how all the cogs are working together. Sure. And then when I'm comfortable in knowing how the cogs work, then, then I have no problem in finding the persons that are going to do the best job. Um, and then all I have to do is just basically do the fun part, which is the interviewing and, and, you know, moving forward with all the information. That's great. So talk a little bit about your equipment on your recording end. You, what kind of microphone are you using? And Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. So we have a, we have a Samson, um, it's a stand, uh, recorder with, mm -hmm. uh, all of the bells and whistles. Okay. Uh, we use an audio box, which is a pre-Sonus audio box. Oh, sure. okay. And, uh, so then what we're doing is I'm running the, uh, the personas, the, the microphone in through the personas, which mm -hmm. is then into the Apple, uh, I got the MacBook Pro. Okay. And uh, so we're running all that right through there. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, like I said, we're doing through Skype and um, the call recorder through Skype. So not a tremendous investment in e equipment and stuff. No, not at all. And, and actually what we did is we, we certainly, the, um, I mean, the um, biggest expense was the, uh, the, um, the microphones. Sure. 
sure. because that's, you know, as you know, uh, very clearly that the most important thing that you can do is you can get away. I think sometimes with, let's say poor video, but if the audio stinks, you're not going anywhere Yeah, and people get frustrated and then they'll stop listening. But if the audio is really good, you can sort of sometimes the video, you know, let's say in a YouTube video, you can get away with some bad video if the audio is really, really good. Yeah. And the good news is, you know, done right. You can get away with a microphone for, you know, under a hundred dollars that gets the sure. job done admirably. I mean, you know, yep. those of us that are, toy that love our toys and technique <laughs> geeks will will spend more on that kind of stuff but it's that's not right. a prerequisite yeah. <laughs> so. that's right that's exactly right and well you know it's like if we're going to do something like this might as well have a little fun with it in terms Absolutely. of having, having some toys you know and of course you know as you're doing more and more of this kind of stuff the investment pays off in other ways so oh absolutely uh, um and um so the other big concern that people lawyers have of course uh, you know time is our stock in trade at least in one way of thinking um so I want to talk a little bit about the, how much time it takes you to do your show, given that you've leveraged a lot of things by outsourcing and, and uh, adopting technology, but there still is some prep work and the recording itself. Yes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, and the, the prep work for me is, is actually some of the fun parts because I don't look at it. I, I guess maybe it's a mind shift. I don't, I don't look at it as a, Oh, you know, somebody's made an interview. I've got to have to check them out. It's, mm -hmm. it's, Oh, that's awesome. Because now I have somebody new that I can make as part of my community. And the first thing I'm thinking about is how, how is it that I can go about helping them in whatever it is that they're doing? Uh, my interview is just the first part of it. And then afterwards, how am I going to help promote them and, and what kind of, what kind of, um, mm -hmm. you know, qualifications, what kind of bonus can they bring to, let's say my community? So I'm always thinking of it from the standpoint of being a positive thing. And, and certainly as soon as somebody makes the interview, um, schedules the interview, mm -hmm. the first thing I'm doing is, you know, the internet being a wonderful thing, let's go check them out. So, you know, we'll go to LinkedIn and Facebook and all the Twitter and all the other social media stuff their websites and try and grab as much of their free information as I possibly can. So I may spend probably, I'll say for each interview, I might spend about an hour, two hours just sort of checking the person out, getting whatever information they have, because then that really helps me for my interview to know where I want to go with the, with what they do, but then take what they do and really put it in the context of what I want to give to my audience. So as an example, if somebody's an accountant, you know, I mean, that's, you know, pretty dull and boring. But if they're also doing different things and, and whatnot, you want to grab, OK, yeah, it's important to be able to read a profit and loss statement. But rather than let's talk about that, how is that important? Why is that important? And you find the better questions. And as long as you're asking better questions, then the information isn't going to be, you know, OK, the first thing you're going to do is set up a chart of accounts. You know, OK, I'm sleeping already. <laughs> Okay. So, and then the interview, I'm sorry. And then no, the interview ahead. itself. So the interview itself. So I try and keep our interviews to between 30 and 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, I, it's pretty, uh, uh, I think most of our interviews are right around a half an hour. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and then the, and then afterwards, once the interview is done, literally changing it from the call recorder to the MP3 takes two or three minutes mm -hmm. and then you send the email away. And so, I mean, collectively for each of the interviews, maybe it's somewhere between two and three hours of my time. Okay. And talk about the other show, the law talk uh, podcast. Now your partner sure. is involved in that one. That's right. So, so, okay. So, right. So we, the other, the other podcast we're doing is what's called attorney talk. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's in essence, attorney talk, casual conversations about the law. Okay. 
And that one, my partner, Ken Thayer, he is doing that for interviews. And the idea behind that one is simply a place where we can break down the fact that attorneys are people too. We put our pants on one leg at a time and, you know, we are not cold-blooded sharks swimming in the water and, um, you know, we're not these untouchable people. I mean, 13 years of practice on my own and I can tell you invariably that still when somebody comes into my office, they're nervous because either they've never talked to an attorney before, they've never been to us before, they don't know what to expect and there's this heightened level of anxiety just mm -hmm. to, just saying, oh, I got to go see a lawyer. And, you know, typically when people have to go and see an attorney, it's probably not the best set of circumstances <laughs> because, you know, unless you're, unless you've hit the lottery and you need a lawyer to set up a, an estate plan or yeah, something yeah. like that, which could be great. Um, but there's, there's usually a reason and it's usually not a good reason that people are just going to go randomly talk to an attorney. Mm -hmm. So the idea with attorney talk is twofold. One is to sort of just sort of, I'll say demystify, but sort of pull back the curtain a little bit and, and just talking that attorneys are, are people too, that we have families and we have mm -hmm. problems and we have, you know, anxieties just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And to sort of create that, uh, aura where, you know, we're, we're just the same. Um, just with larger student loans. <laughs> and, uh, but the bigger thing for us, the attorney talk is really through the law firm. And that's specifically designed to interview other attorneys who are practicing in other areas that we do not specialize in. So that's intentional, pure intentional marketing, mm -hmm. whereby we can then, we have a place where we can do an interview. Uh, subsequent to the interview, we'll certainly market that person. It helps us create a network of referral sources. And certainly for us, by interviewing all the other attorneys in areas of law that we don't handle, uh, the idea would hopefully be that if they ran across somebody who was in the one of four areas that we specialize in, that they would send us, you know, that person mm -hmm. by way of a referral. So the attorney talk for us is much more managed through the law firm as a part of our marketing, overall marketing plan. Okay. So it's a client facing show in which you interview other attorneys. So you're sort of uh, uh, killing two birds with one stone. Really, you've got the, the client facing side so you can attract folks who might be interested in your services or just in needing a lawyer generally. Uh, but also you're making establishing relationships with other attorneys who might refer in the future. Absolutely right. And the idea there is that, that, that Gordon, the idea there is that it's nice because <laughs> then what we do, right, is uh, then we'll send them a notice that mm -hmm. their uh, particular um, episode is live on iTunes. Uh, so the hope then certainly is that they then will uh, send that through social media, through their particular, you know, community. Mm -hmm. And then what we also are starting to do now that several weeks have come and gone between the actual interview is uh, create the actual a hard disk uh, with a handwritten thank you note, again, thanking them for being on the podcast. And by the way, here's a hard copy of the interview. Oh, wow. uh, of course, that's got their picture, our picture. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, for attorney talk, it says attorney talk for law practice doctor. It is law practice doctor. And just sort of another way to, again, stay in their mind and, you know, but thank them 
for that and offer them if they wanted more of those that we'd be happy to produce them for them. Uh -huh. Just let us know how many. And then, of course, we'll do that. And then hopefully, again, they're using that for their marketing. But, uh -huh. of course, you know, we're attached to it. <laughs> that's really brilliant. So you send them a physical disc, a CD? Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. And, yep. and someone in your office just handles the duplication for that. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not something I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and you, you've seen, have you seen a, a benefit to the practice from the, I mean, a, a tangible direct benefit or is this sort of, it's a fairly young show. Yes. Fairly long. Yeah. We launched, uh, we launched the law practice doctor back in April and the attorney talk got launched in uh, May, okay. right around the beginning of May. Mm -hmm. So there's only four or five episodes for attorney talk. But in that we've already received, we've already received two referrals. Okay. So, I mean, the, the rest of the, um, the rest of the ROI, we're obviously just starting to filter with some of the, as time goes by, we'll get a better sense of that. But you know, it's, and it potentially could have been a fluke, but you know, within a short period of time, we already had two referrals. Referrals. So, um, you know, that's a pretty good, pretty good start. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So you got some way of measuring where the referrals are coming from when they come in or. Yep. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Right through the, yeah, through the website, I've got it all set up where the, so we have a website for attorney talk as well. And it's the same thing. It's got the, I have the Google analytics and mm -hmm. we can see exactly where everybody's coming in. Okay. So, uh, in your view, podcasting has been worth it so far. Uh, I, I, it, it absolutely. I mean, and and I mean, yeah, right. But it's been a fantastic thing because a, first of all, I'm having a ton of fun doing it. So I mean, this is a blast. You know, not only just meeting people and yeah. and just having these conversations, but you know, it's. I mean, my practice mostly is is I'm in court almost every single day. Mm -hmm. It's a litigation. So to try and have an interview or having conversations with people is just sort of secondhand nature. And mm -hmm. it's you know you sort of plan what they're telling you, listen to what they say, and then you ask a question from what it is that they've said. And it's just sort of normal cross examination kind of tactics. Mm -hmm. But. Um, but it's so much fun. It's it's just it for me. It's actually a sense of relaxation. Yeah, uh, I don't think we can understate the the importance of that kind of a thing of having something there where you're still serving your practice and your and your client base and your community. But yeah, you're doing something that is re just rewarding in and of itself from the enjoyment of I mean, for most of us. I think it's for enjoyment and and pleasure. And you know, hey, let's not get ourselves. We like the sound of our own voice, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And, well, but that's absolutely a thousand percent right. It's is that, you know, you find the the hobbies or the things that you actually enjoy and uh and certainly this has turned into uh to one of those. And now it's fun because you have enough episodes. So now it's sort of figuring out, okay, we got the episodes going, we got a routine going. Okay, mm -hmm. now how how can we tweak it? How can we make it better? How 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 do we market it better? How do we get it out there more? And it's so now it sort of becomes the fun part of of the whole the whole project. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is the is this idea of doing a book um, more than merely a notion? I mean, is there a system in place to, for that to start happening, or you're just accumulating the stuff and going to come back to it later? Oh no! It's it's actually part of uh, it's part of every episode that I'm doing for huh. the law practice doctor. So each of the episodes fit into one of those four categories, okay. and I, as soon as the interview is over, I'm then going through the process of culling out all the good information that I have. Uh -huh. I have a, a sort of a manuscript or manu notebook, I uh -huh. guess, um, where I'm putting sort of um, you know like a block uh, bullet points. Yeah. So going through just writing bullet points and then I just think about it in the standpoint of, okay, how, if I were starting, how the question I always ask is if I were starting a practice today, what do I want to know? 
how quickly do I want to get started? How quickly do I want to grow? And just having those thoughts in mind as I listen to, okay, why is it important to have a bookkeeper? Or why is it important to have an accountant? Or what do I need to know about marketing? What's the first thing I need to think about? And creating those kinds of, again, it's I'm trying to create the do ABC. Fill in the blanks on ABC and you had a good day. And that's the other thing too that the mm-hmm. book eventually, but the law practice doctor is really, I'm trying to do is, you know, I'm very good about, I'm, I'm, I'm my own worst critic and I'm very good about the end of the day thinking to myself, my God, what did I do today? Mm-hmm. And yet if I actually wrote out everything that I did, it'd be this huge long list. But, you know, I can't, there's, it's tough sometimes to sort of give myself the satisfaction. Like you, you really had a productive day. And I think AAA lawyers in general always feel that way because there's always so much to do that, okay, you may have done a tremendous amount of work today, but you didn't get to ABC and you think, oh, I didn't do that. Rather than, oh, look at what a great day I had. I got all these things done. Yeah. And it's sort of just always trying to find the positive mm-hmm. rather than, oh, I should have done this and this. Uh, and that, and then that'll drive you crazy. Yeah, well, that's Whereas, like reward yourself for having a great day because yeah. you got ten things done. Well, that circles back to the mindset part of the of the being in business for yourself, doesn't it? Yeah, you got to figure out a way to uh, to remind yourself that you're doing okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> as, the, as that to do list accumulates and and you well, feel it right. looming over you and all. So, right. talk to me. You know, everybody has their favorite and, and nightmare moments in podcasting. Mm. You've been at this for a few months now, so you must have some some uh, highlights that you can talk about. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So we're doing an interview and, um, I had a, a, we were interviewing a doctor. Um, and so he's swearing to me. I mean, I could see him on the picture. I could hear him, but he couldn't hear me. And I, you know, he's, he's up and down. This must be on your end, must be on your end. So I'm like, all right, you know, and I'm resetting the, (laughs) I had to close down the whole thing and I reset it and I started it up again and, you know, all these things. I'm like, plug in your earphones. Yeah, everything's (laughs) plugged in. It's all, I'm checking everything. I'm unplugging, I'm plugging it back in. Meanwhile, I'm starting to get, you know, like the the air's on in my office and I'm sweating, you know, I'm like, oh God, this, it's a doctor and I'm wasting his time and I'm thinking it's my fault, you know? Well, he was gracious enough to reschedule for the next day. And Mm -hmm. of course, he gets on the first thing he says, yeah, I apologize. That was on my end. Oh. So, it's, you know, it's, it, but we couldn't do the interview. Yeah. So I felt, you know, I felt bad. I'm like, oh, you know, cause to me, it's like, this is, this is time. I mean, as you said earlier, right. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's time is, is the only asset that that's really ours. And it's the one that's the most important. You can't get any more time back mm-hmm. and you want to, as a host, be gracious in the sense of, listen, I, I call them right on time and I tell them exactly, you know, it'll go for this time. And, you know, and if you want to talk afterwards, that's up to you, but you know, I'm not going to waste your time. Mm-hmm. And it must be 15, 20 minutes of trying to do all the technical stuff yeah. while the doctor's still sitting there. And I'm thinking to myself, Oh, this is just horrible. And, uh, so it was kind of fun the next day when he, when he, said it was on his end. I, I felt a little bit better. I didn't feel as bad, but I felt horrible. And that was the, I guess that was the biggest like panic moment. Mm-hmm. So I guess up to this point, that's sort of been the thing because, you know, I, I spend some time, I get myself ready. I'm situated in a, in a, one of our conference rooms and I got all my notes and everything spread out and I'm ready to go, you know, in advance. And, you know, so I'm ready. And, um, and then all the technical issues came in. And, and I guess it's funny because I, I listened to, I forget who it was, but I was listening to a podcast that was talking about that. And, and how that creates sort of like this 
excuse slash barrier for other people to not do podcasts because they're worried that that technical issue is going to happen. And I guess the the thing that I would say about that is, although it happened and it, and it sort of was stinky as it was happening, mm-hmm. the reality was is that both sides were good with it, both sides. And I have found every guest that I've interviewed is totally accommodating with their time, totally just wants to have a great conversation, that there's there's no... Uh, like I'd not had anybody thinking, oh, you're wasting my time or I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. It's just it's all positive. And so because you're nervous and you don't know really what the heck you're doing, especially in the first couple of interviews I'm doing, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, it's, it's my first one. I don't know. And, you know, so then number 10 is better than number one. And I'm sure number 20 will be better than 10. Sure. And, and it'll just continually get better and better and better. But I have found that I guess the big takeaway in terms of the technical fear is don't worry about it because people understand and in our world, we're techno- we rely on it so heavily. It's mm-hmm. when the phone goes down or the line goes down or the Skype doesn't work. People get it. You just say, look, I'm sorry. You apologize. And can we reschedule? Sure. I'd love to do it. People are good with that. Yeah. So would you recommend podcasting? So, you, you know, again, you're, you're putting together this, this information for lawyers starting practices and so on, the mindset, the financial management, the marketing, and the managerial operations aspects of things. Would you say that podcasting is a useful tool for someone starting a law practice as something to do for their marketing? Oh, I, I think so, because I think, quite frankly, this is this is a great medium. I mean, you think about it, you could talk about whatever you want, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it sets you up instantly as being an expert. I mean, you know, without you having to jump up and down and say, hey, look at me, I'm an expert. Um, and the best way that as somebody who's just, let's say, starting a practice in whatever field of law that they want, I mean, what do you want to do? You want to go find the people. I mean, why reinvent the wheel? Find the people who are successful. Then you are, you're a podcast. You're brand new. They're successful in your area. Go interview them. Give them something. They're going to give you something. And they may not, you know, they may only be taking the huge cases now. But they have a whole way of funnel of getting all these little cases that you could then be the benefit of because you're the expert who gave them the opportunity to market themselves. So I think podcasting is a tremendous opportunity. And quite frankly, I think this is this is sort of that medium that if you're in now, you're going to you're going to be light years ahead when everybody figures out, oh, we should probably be doing a podcast. By then, the landscape will be set, and those people that have been doing it for a while really will have a, a competitive edge. Amen to that, brother. Yep. <laughs> All right. So any advice to a lawyer just getting started on on the podcasting front? Absolutely. I would say do it. Uh, take action and do it. Um, don't get tied into the minutia of like, oh, I've got to have a WordPress blog site too, and I've got to find somebody who's going to just – do it. And I would say that, you know, the find an idea that you want to focus on, do something that you enjoy. In other words, if it's, if you're, um, if your hobby is, is, uh, archery, then create a podcast for archery, even though you're an attorney, because then you can figure out some way to tie the two together, but make it something that you're really passionate about. Um, because then it's just totally fun. And we as lawyers, I think don't get enough time to just do things that, that are really, truly fun. Okay. Well, this has been, yeah, I agree hundred <laughs> percent. Is there anything I haven't asked you that you feel I should be talking about or we should share with the listeners? I, you know, and again, I, I think it just goes back to if, if, um, I think attorneys are, are curious creatures. We're always, always looking for 
you know, better ways to either handle our practice or better ways to get ourselves out there. And I think that um, this particular medium is is perfect for that. And I would just say the advice I would give is just listen. I mean, you know, to I, you work out in the morning instead of listening to, you know, music or whatever, put on a podcast, find a podcast in an area that you're interested in, see how that person does it, see what their introduction is like. There are a ton of um, websites where you can get, you know, help. I mean, if you wanted graphics or, or any of the technical stuff, you can go to Fiverr. I mean, uh, for five bucks, you can get most of what you'd need done for yourself. Yeah. Um, but, but don't let the minutia get in your way and don't let the fear of, of, I haven't done that before. So therefore I, I'm not sure about it. Just, it's, it's so much fun when you finally get through and you do the first couple and then, and then once you get sort of that rhythm going, then it's just, then at that point it just gets exponentially more and more fun. That's great. Well, this has been a terrific interview and I know I've learned a lot from you and your philosophy on things. I'm sure the listeners have as well. So I'm very grateful. Thank you for joining me. How can listeners reach you if they have questions? Absolutely. They can, they can either get me uh, directly at uh, sgaylord at gaylordpop.com. Certainly anybody can email me there uh, or they can contact us through the law practice doctor, uh, lawpracticedoctor.com um, or they can reach me on you know Facebook, Twitter or any of that good jazz. Okay, and the podcasts are available. They are called The Law Practice Doctor, available on iTunes, right? Yes. And the other one is called uh, Attorney Talk? That's right. Attorney Talk, casual conversations about the law. And each of those has a website under those domains, yes? They do indeed. Yep. All right. All right. Well, let me also say thank you to the listeners for listening and joining us on this. Please do take a moment to send us your comments and suggestions over on the uh, the lawpodcaster.com website. And uh, if you uh, enjoy what you're doing, uh, or even if you don't, (laughs) give us a review on the iTunes uh, store so uh, we can uh, take our feedback and and do the the right thing with it. And uh, that's going to just about wrap it up for this episode of the Law Podcasting Podcast. If you are interested in starting a podcast for your law firm, head on over to lawpodcasting.com and get our free podcasting resource guide and uh, check out the videos and uh, find out more about the lawpodcasting.com course. And until next time, keep on podcasting.